Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Wow, to God be the glory, to God be the glory. I'm sorry I'm a little late, but to God be the glory. We thank everyone for joining us tonight on Young Men, Women, and God's Worldwide Ministry, as tonight we will be going into uh, the book of First Corinthians next week. Our pastor will be back, Pastor Washington, and she will be teaching out of Second Peter. Y'all please keep her in prayer. She has lost her voice, but to God be the glory. We know God is a healing God, and he will restore her and bring her back to us with a gorgeous voice to deliver and teach the word of God next week. Well, as we always do, we open up with prayer. Father God, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God. Thank you for just touching us at due time this morning, early this morning, just being of love, letting us go on in the name of Jesus. And Father God, we just thank you for all you have done, shall do, and will do. Most of all, we ask and thank you for blessing our families today, that they were all taken care of and, and, and covered as they went throughout the secular world this, this, on this gorgeous day of yours. And Father God, we ask you to touch Pastor right now. Father God, we ask you to touch her in the depths of her vocal cords. Father God, we bind that spirit that the adversary is born against her, her voice right now, and we rebuke it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus to cover her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, Father God, I see yes, healing over her right now, Father God, by the authority that is invested in me by Jesus Christ, who told me that I could heal those that need to be healed, and I speak healing over her right now. In the mightiest name between heaven and earth, in Jesus' name I speak it. And we thank him that she is being healed at this, this moment you, in the name of Jesus. Yes, God. And Father God, we just bind any spirits that may come across this line that, God, that hinder us mm-hmm. or miss. Take our focus off of you in any form, fashion, or way that it may come. We bind it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We call out your word that says that which we bound on earth, bind on earth shall be bind in heaven. That which we loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. So we bind that spirit of whatever form, fashion, or way it may come. We bind it right mm-hmm. now in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. And, Father God, we ask you to open up our minds, bodies, souls, and our spirits and our ears to hear your word tonight, that we may bring application of your word in a mighty way in our children walk in your kingdom to share and to speak on this word to others that may not know about the greatest gift that you have given us. 
We thank you. We praise you. We talk to Jesus. My name we pray. Amen. 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 We also will give our announcements at this time on every Monday night. We're here at 9 o'clock. Please join us on our Bible study to get an enriched word from God to help bring growth and strength in your spiritual walk in the kingdom of God. On Wednesday nights, we're here at 9 o'clock with God's revival, and this month is called Without Love, coming out of 1 Corinthians 13 chapter, which we're going to study tonight. And please come join us. Um, at this time, I don't have in front of women. Yes, I do. I can tell you who I'll speak with. I'm going to be on no, that's the conference. Let me see. Our speaker on Wednesday night will be no other than Pastor Marilyn Dixon out of the um, state of New Jersey. Please come join her as she will deliver the word of God. Amen. Powerful woman of God. Please don't miss Amen. her. Powerful woman of God. Amen. We, we, yes, past, and we, we know her personally, so I'm telling you, come here, the woman of God. Um, yes. On Friday, we will be going back at 9 o'clock. We will be sitting with Apostle Dana again, and we will be talking about love, dating, and relationship. Please come join us. Um, our next, and, and after this Friday, the next Friday, we're going to have Linda, uh, Prophetess and Linda Porter come join us. So um, on these next two Fridays, come join us. Uh, we're even uh, reaching out to Adam Mann on to the night with Linda Porter. So um, please come join us as we have Amen. someone come and talk with us, not only from the female perspective, but also from the male perspective and the body of Christ about love, dating, and relationship. Um, I know some people say, wow, 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 but we all need the information, you know, um, to be able to spread, and some of you ones and leaders uh, are be able to help some of the young people that uh, have questions about dating and things like this, and this gives you all the opportunity to hear from some elders and mature people in the body of Christ about the biblical way of love, dating, and relationship. And then on every Sunday at 7 o'clock, we're here again with God's Sunday service. Please come join us as we venture down into God's Sunday service at 7 o'clock. And I'll speak this Sunday coming up will be Prophetess Stella Rain. So um, we look forward to hearing the woman of God. We look forward to hearing the woman of God. Those are our announcements. Please be led by the Spirit and join us as the Spirit of God leads you to join us. Again, we are here on God's open forum Bible study. Please don't be shy. Ask questions. Um, there's not a wrong question to ask. As we open up in the book, 
of First Corinthians 13th chapter tonight. Our writer opens up and says, Though I speak with the tongues of men, and our writer was Paul, he says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have no luck, but have not love, I have become sound brass or clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and thought I had all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I'm nothing. And it, Paul is really sneaking out to us that says, you know, I, I, I've done, I have all this stuff. And see, a lot of us, we got stuff, but do we do it out of love or do we do it because, you know, this is what God gave us to do, so we, we look at it as, okay, this is my job, I got to do it. And, and here Paul is saying, listen, I got all this and I'm doing it, but it ain't, it ain't, it's not, it's no, it's no value to me because I'm not doing it out of love. The thing that God gave us, we need to be able to do out of love. Let's, let's just go a little further. In the third verse, he says, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and do I give my body to be buried, but have not love, it profits me nothing. So so Paul is saying, even though I, I've done all these things, I've done the work, and I, I just want you to know, you can do the work, but if you're doing the work without love, it's not going to profit you. There's not a gift. I, I just preached this some years ago to a church, that God is not going to give you a gift that you're not going to love doing. If somebody got a gift and they grumpy about that gift, that gift would never profit them at all because they don't love what they're doing. When we, Paul is opening up the door to let us know one thing, that we got to do everything out of love. Any, anybody got any response, any questions? Amen. So now Paul turns to tell us about love. You know, a lot of us think we know about love, but here biblically, he's getting us to tell us about the characteristics of love. And that's why a lot of us don't know when we love somebody or somebody's in love with us because we do not know the true characteristics of what love is. So let, let, let's read a little bit. In the fourth verse, it says, Love suffers long in its time. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. I like what he says there. Love suffers long in this kind. Let me tell you something. God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son. But God suffers with the love that he has for us. And why he suffers? And the Bible says that, it, that God has long suffering. Why? Because there's so many things that we don't get right that God still loves us. And he, and, and he lets us know that, that one thing, love covers a multitude of sin, that, that even though you're sinning and even though you're not living right, God still loves you. So the love that he has suffers. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes some of us are in relationships and we're loving somebody, and, 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 and sometimes our love suffers 
because of the love we have for the person because we can't let go. So love suffers because we got to deal with whatever you that person is dealing with or going through or, or whatever, but it's the same thing that God does with us. Amen. You know? Shoot. It's some stuff we, we, you know, it's some stuff when you think about in your lifetime and relationships of your past that you put up with somebody and the only reason you, you look back and say, you know what, I was so stupid. But, you know, I put up with that person because I loved them. There's children in our household that we put up with their nonsense. And some of their children go, some of you parents, their children go back and forth to jail or getting in trouble all the time. But it's the love that you have for them that suffers because, <coughs> because you love them so much that you still deal with them even though what they're going through. And God does the same thing with us. Yes, he does. He does the same thing with us. It goes on to say, in his kind. And that's the kindness of the love that God has for us. Because even though his love is suffering, he's still kind in the midst of how he treats us. Because even in the midst of us not getting it right, God still blesses you, don't he? He wakes you up every morning, even though you didn't get it right yesterday. He gives you another opportunity. And that's the kindness of love. Yes. That is the kindness of love. Because when you when, when you see kindness, there's somebody giving you another chance. Somebody giving you another opportunity to get it right. My Lord. My Lord. Mm-mm-mm. He says, love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Well, let's talk about envy. Love, love has no envy. I don't envy anybody for who they are, what they're doing, or what place they're in, because I love them when they're doing the will and the word of God. Amen. Why, why should I envy them? You know what I'm saying? It, I, I love to see them doing what they're doing. And this is why God says that if you got true love in you, then you then, then there's no place for envy. Amen. There's not a place for envy. If envy is in you, okay, then you ain't got the love of God in you yet. Because the love of God has no envy. It goes on to say, love does not parade itself. It's not puffed up. You know what I'm saying? Love, love, love ain't like, you know what I'm saying, puffed up. And then let me show you puffed up love. When puffed up love is somebody always bragging how they love everybody, always got to tell, oh, I love, you know, I, I love all them people down there, blah, 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 blah. He's parading love. <laughs> he's parading me because he got to let everybody know. Everybody got to know where he's going. You know, I love them people down there. Every time you say, yeah, how you doing? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm still loving on them people down there. <laughs> and that's what God is so about. Love does not parade itself. Because when you love somebody, let me tell you something. 
When you love somebody, you'll show it in the actions of who you are. You ain't got to speak about it because you're not a speaker, but you're a doer of what of the love that you have for a person. Amen. Amen. He goes on to say, and does not behave rudely and does not seek its own. When you when you have the love of God, it'll never act rudely. If you love somebody, you're not gonna be you're not gonna treat them messed up. You're going to treat them with the love of God. This is why a lot, of people, a lot of people don't know how to love. You know what I'm saying? But if, they, if you don't know, allow God to love and show you how to love through you. Amen. It goes on to says, and does not seek its own. Not them go seeking seeking its own. Now that's now that's deep because you're trying to figure out well, what does that mean? Love don't go seeking its own. Love does not have to seek out love for somebody else because love will come to that person. If you tell me that you love me, I ain't got to seek out love in you, because the love in you will, will, will come out and present itself to me. Can I tell you that again? I, I love what the Holy Ghost just said, that love will come out and present itself to me. Amen. I ain't got to seek, seek my own. I ain't got to seek my own love. You know what I'm saying? And, and 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 thank you, Holy Ghost. And it's always and it's also saying that people ain't gonna love you like you love them. And then, so don't be don't be seeking out your own love, your own somebody to love you just like you love them. That's your own love. I ain't seeking my own love in somebody. I'm I'm gonna let them show me the love that they have for me and the way they love me. Because <laughs> they could never love. They could listen. If I love somebody, they could never love me the way I love them. Amen. Now, I, I tell people all the time in relationships, especially men and women, especially women, I tell women, you got to show a man how to love. Because a man is going to love you how he saw his daddy love his mom. And that might not be the same love that you want or, or, or the way you want to be loved. You know, in old days, uh, the men showed their love by buying their wives whatever they wanted, and they 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 looked and said, you know, we need a new refrigerator around, and they go buy that new refrigerator, and that was their way of showing love. Your love, the way it needs to be shown to you, may be completely different, and this is why a woman has to teach a man how to love. Amen. It goes on to say, and is not provoked. 
thinks no evil. Love is not provoked. Let me let me let me let me, let me show you about provoked and love has no evil. Let's go over to the Holy Ghost is leading tonight. Let's go over to the Proverbs thirty one woman. Wow. That 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 is so awesome what the Holy Ghost just dropped that on me. Thank you. The Proverbs thirty one woman. <laughs> and this is what it says. The heart of her husband safely trusts her, so he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. It was that long. She does him good all the days of his life and no evil. That means that means that it's telling you that this woman will love him too even when he does her wrong, when things ain't right. He, she still loves him. Amen. Amen. She still loves him. And won't do him no evil. That means she's not going to go and tear him down in front of people or, tear, or, or, or criticize him about where she needs to help him come from. You don't tear somebody down. That you that you enjoy and you say you love them. Just the thing that get me with people, people are so easy to say they love you, but when something goes around, where's the love? And here it tells us. And it says, Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. And and that's what it is. When you love somebody, you know what I'm saying? That's why I said love covers much sin because you're loving them through the sin, but you're not rejoicing with them about the sin that they walk in. You got me? You have to understand what what we're what what we're trying to bring to you to light tonight is the understanding about what true godly love is in us. And when it just came on, we're in First Corinthians, the 13th chapter, and we're down at the 6th verse. It's, it also says here that love does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. And that's where the joy of love is. You know what I'm saying? You can't love somebody that's always doing wrong and rejoice with the love, you know what I'm saying? But what it's telling us here is that even though the Bible says love covers much sin, you love a person through their sin, but you don't rejoice in in them being a sinner. Because if you really love them, you're going to love them enough to help them come out of sin and walk in the truth. You're going to help them. Your son or your daughter is not living the right lifestyle. You're not going to be overjoyed about them living that lifestyle, but you're going to, be, you're, you're going to love to try to help them come out of that lifestyle to walk in the truth, to be real, to live a better life. And that's when you're showing that love that God has poured in you. Mm. He goes on to say in the seventh verse, bear all things, 
bear all things, believe all things, and hope all things, endure all things. And this is what love does. Love will love. You, do, do you know? Do you know? And, and and some of you on this line, men and women, do you know we 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 have loved people through things and believe what they told us, even though it was a lie, just because we loved them. <laughs> Nobody wants to say amen on that, but that's the truth. That we have loved people in our lives that deceived us because of the blindness of the love that we had for them. And some of y'all on this line, I'm talking to y'all may y'all may not have been the victim, y'all, you know what I'm saying, but y'all may have been the person. And some people just love you, even though you weren't doing right. And that's what it says here. Do all things, believe all things, and hope all things, and do all things. And it says that that one thing we need to endure all all the things because of the love that we have for people. God endures us through the love that he has for us. God stands on it. He endures it. Paul tells us one thing, love never fails. Mm-mm-mm. If you love somebody, your love will never fail. It will never fail. Because it's in your love for that person or that thing or whatever you're doing that upholds you and makes you stand and still stand because of that love that's in you. Anyone have any comments? I'm hoping, I'm hoping you all getting something out of this tonight. It says, well, whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. And whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when, the, but when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away with. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. So Paul is telling us this. That prophecy, tongues, all that is going to pass away. It's going to be gone. And then he says, where there's knowledge, it vanishes. So all that is going to go. But he he opens it up and says, for we know in part and we prophesize in part. And and anything that we do in the body of Christ, we we only operate in the part that God allows us to operate in because when he comes, we'll be able to operate in the fullness of whatever he has put on your life for you to operate in. Ain't that something? That in certain things on while we're here on earth, we, we only operating in one part of it. But when he comes, when Jesus comes, oh, hallelujah, <clears throat> we'll be able to operate in the fullness 
of what it is. And he says it right there. He says, but when that which is perfect has come. And the only thing that's going to come that's perfect is Jesus. He says, when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away with. So, so now, now, that part of us that, 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 that only had a part will be done away with because we'll be, we'll be walking and we will be moving in the fullness of Christ Jesus. For he is the perfect one. There's no one else that's perfect. And when, he, when the Bible says that when he comes in the cloud, we'll be caught up with him. And when we be caught up in it, we'll be, ooh, hallelujah. When we get caught up with him, we'll be walking in the perfection and the perfectness of who he is in us. Because the Bible lets us know that. That once we get with him, we're going to be perfect. No more, no more crying, no more weakening, no more sickness, no more none of that. Mm, Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. Let's move on to verse 11. And this is when Paul, Paul gives you a thing. He says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I stood as a child, and I thought as a child. What Paul is, is, is yelling out to us, it's time for us to mature. There are so many people that act like they're mature Christians but still move in elements and, and still have an elementary mind when it comes to the things of God. Anybody can look mature, but can anybody operate in the matureness in the Word of God? That's when you know that somebody has developed and grown. And, and this is what Paul says. Look, this is going. And Paul says this. But when I became a man, and, and, and this is what I want to say, we're, we're, we're not going to move the word man, but what do you mean by man? When I became mature, you see a lot of you women, when y'all were little girls, y'all were little girls, and then when y'all matured, y'all became a woman. So Paula says, now I'm a man. And then he says this. He says, I put away childish things. When we grow into our maturity in Christ, we should not be seeking after elementary things anymore. Those childish things that we were doing and, and learning our ministry or learning our gifts or whatever should be done away with. We should not even be doing that. And and look what he says after that. He says, for now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. See, see he's saying that that, that when we look at ourselves in a mirror, we see reflection, no more of what we once were. But now we are faced with who we are face to face. Ain't that so? Face to face. That, that nobody shouldn't have to tell you about your maturity. You should be able to see you mature. 
And can I just use this illustration right here? It's like a young girl because you're mature physically before us men are able to see our maturity in our bodies as we grow up. But when y'all start to mature, y'all have menstrual cycles to start to start giving your a door towards your, your body maturing, and then y'all start to grow breasts. And, and these things start to form as you start to mature in being a woman, in, of becoming a woman. So it's not, it, it, it's the fact that when you looked in the mirror last month, you didn't have, your body hadn't developed. But now this month, you're seeing the, transfer, the transformation of your body starting to mature, and you start saying, wow. It's the same thing inside us. Pulling out the maturity, your spiritual maturity, you start seeing it because you start growing and things start adding on to you as you mature. And this is why it goes on to say, and now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. He says, but I'm knowing in part. But then we going back to what he said earlier. But when that one that was perfect comes, what I know in part will be done away with because now I know the fullness of what it is. You know? I know what the fullness of what it is. And he says, and now... Abide faith, hope, love, and these three. But the greatest of this is love. The greatest thing that God has given us is love. And guess what? It ain't our love, but it's his love. God has given us the godly love. If we can only understand how to walk in it, there wouldn't be no division in the body of Christ. Because the, the, the agape love is unconditional love. It's a love that we have for one another that has no condition to it. And if we could embrace that love in the body of Christ and love our neighbors, we love ourselves. And love our neighbors that we would lay our life down for our neighbors. We would be able to walk in the fullness of the love of God. You know? You know what I'm saying? And that's why he says now about faith, hope, love. And he says the greatest of these things is love. There's nothing that we can do in the eyesight of God that will that will be beneficial to us if we don't do it with love. And I'm telling you, that's what this was about tonight. It was about love, about about how powerful it is in the eyesight of God. Because when we look at Jesus and we look at Jesus on the cross, what do we see? We see love. He gave his life because he loved us. The Father said, I the Father said, I gave my only begotten son. He said, I so loved the world. He didn't say that he just loved 
the saints or this. He said, I so love the world that I gave my only begotten son. When you have the love of God, you're willing to make sacrifices. You're willing to suffer for the love that you have for others. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. And, you, and you're willing to love somebody no matter what they're going through. I'm going to take a moment to open the floor. Anyone have any remarks, any comments about love? But to God be the glory. Tonight, I'm sorry for something that may have jumped on. We just finished the 13th verse of Corinthians 13th chapter. As we talked about tonight, the greatest gift. And I just want to say that that this is this is the greatest gift that God gave. Amen. To be to be able to love unconditionally one another. The body of Christ is so divided because of the denominational churches, the denominational traditions that 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 we can't we can't look past those things which blind us, the traditions and all that, to be able to love one another as we all serve the same God, the same Father, and we walk with the Son in the kingdom. And it's a shame that we don't love each other like we should. Amen. You know, we cannot let the, the, the things that man has put in place bring a division between us, as God told us in his word. God always told us about love. He said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. He tells, he tells the man, he tells the man over in Ephesians, and, and, and the husband and wife, he says, husband, love your wife as you love yourself. God is always talking about love because love is who he is. If nobody else around you don't love you, you know God loves you. Again, we want any comments before we get ready to close this Bible study out. We thank the Holy Ghost, I tell you. Mm. Just the things that were touched upon about love. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Again, we thank everyone for joining us tonight in this Bible study. Please join us next Monday at 9 o'clock. Bring your friends as we'll be going into Second Peter uh, with Pastor Washington. Uh, 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 I'm hoping that some of you got something out of this. I'm telling you, it really touched me when it said love never fails. It don't matter who you love, your love will never fail because you love them. Amen. It'll never fail. And I'm telling you this, if you go to church and you're loving on people and they ain't loving you back, your, the love ain't fail. They just don't know how to love. 
Amen. And tonight you learned about the greatest gift God gave you. He gave he he said that 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 mm, no matter no matter what we do in life, no matter what gift we operate in the body of Christ, if we don't do it out of love, it profits you nothing. Amen. It profits you nothing. If you if you go out and feed the poor, but then you're just doing it because it's something it's something right to do. God ain't about you doing things because he's right. He wants you to do it out of love. <coughs> he wants you to do it out of love. So tonight, everyone online, whatever you do, do it from your heart. Because that's where love flows, from your heart. That's true love. So do it from your heart. Again, we thank everyone for joining us. As none of you have any last closing comments, we hope and we pray that there was something that was said, something that was read to you, that touched you. If you want to go back, please go back and read this tonight, tomorrow, sometime this week and see what God is saying to you about the love that's in you for people and the work that he, and the assignments that he has put you on. Again, we thank everybody. As we always say in closing up the line, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We thank everyone. We love you. Please join us on Wednesday night at 9 o'clock as we will be Blessed to have Marilyn Dixon to come give a word on without love, and she's gonna be she's gonna come talk about mm, how it is when you're walking in the kingdom of God without love. Amen. As, amen. As I always say, closing out the line, we love you. Everyone have a blessed one night. And I always say, smooches, smooches, smooches. We love you. God bless you. Everyone have a blessed and wonderful night. Amen. Amen.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.